Hold one. Arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. Number four, arm bar. I am Sir Michael Cole. What? Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, alongside Joe, Dan and Jamie. How are we doing this week, guys? What up, Boos? Yeah, Indeed. good mate. Yeah, enjoyed the draft? Yeah, man, really, really enjoyed yeah, it. Uh, pretty was decent, it, was no it, surprises. Was it, oh, okay, let's look at it this way then. Was the draft good? Was the ep- actual episodes of Raw and Smackdown good? Or were they both good? Um, I think it's exciting in general. Um, you know, you, you actually wanted to wake up and see who's moved where. You know, I watched Raw without um, looking on my, my phone beforehand, and it was great to see what had happened. Same with SmackDown. I think I got straight up. I turned it on straight away. Um, and the, some of the picks, were a lot of them were quite predictable. I think we were all pretty much right along the right sort of lines. Um, the shows themselves were a bit of a cluster. They were all over the place. There's people putting swords at each other. There's people kicking each other from different brands. And this whole delay in two, three weeks thing is confusing a lot of people. But all in all, it's the strongest we're on SmackDown have been for months. So, Yeah, fair enough. No, and that's a good point that you make there. I mean, we are obviously going to have a look. We'll break down each of the shows in a moment as far as the draft side of things is concerned. Um, we'll look at who went where, Raw, SmackDown, NXT. And we'll have a look at what our predictions were as well and how on the money we were with those. But, yeah, I I agree with you there, Dan, in respect of the kind of bit of a cluster. Certainly Raw, I felt, was a bit more of a cluster. You had people turning up who had either been drafted to SmackDown, uh, sorry, been drafted to Raw, or in one person's case, which we'll get to in a moment, turned up before they'd been drafted to announce they'd been drafted, even though they hadn't yet announced, been announced that they had been drafted. Um, and then, like you say, they were saying, oh, and by the way, none of this takes effect until the first episode of SmackDown, the 22nd of October, the day after Crown Jewel on the 21st of October. Yet if none of it takes effect, why are people already who have been drafted or about to be drafted appearing on each of the shows? So I don't know, because, you know, this Friday, for example, so when everybody's listening to this, tonight's SmackDown, should I say, um, is going to be back to the rosters, or, or it might not be, but initially it's supposed to be back to the rosters before the draft, because the draft hasn't taken effect yet, but they could still, if they're going off what happened on Raw, have people turning up on SmackDown who've been drafted to Raw even though the draft hasn't taken effect yet. So that's how complicated it is. Still nobody knows. And, and I don't think WWE knows. Well. We've got Rob Lesnar as a free agent. agent. Lindsay Dorado and um, Grandma Elite, free agents. Where are they going to go? Well, I have a quite a, a decent size list here, which we'll get onto on the, on the free agents. So I suppose we can have a look at them and see where they're going to go or, or where they're not. Um, so we'll 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 break those down as well. But Jamie, Joe, what 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 did you think before before we get into the specifics of who went where? What were your overall thoughts? I thought it was all very like quite predictable. There was like some surprising like moves, and there was some surprising call ups, like a few clips I wasn't expecting. But 
Overall, I was pretty happy with where everyone ended up, to be fair. The one thing that I just don't understand about the draft is, like, you're looking at some big superstars, that, and you're looking at some, say, no disrespect, mediocre superstars going in round one and round two. Like, surely you would pick all your champions first. Like, some of the draft picks make no sense whatsoever to go in the first round. But there yeah. we go. And then, just talking about none of this takes effect until the night after Crown Jewel Jack on the 22nd of October, you've got the SmackDown premiere episode this Friday. It's the season premiere, even though it's on all year round, but there you go. <laughs> it's weird you say that. I didn't know that. I was literally thinking the other day, oh, it's they the haven't had... premiere. They have advertised yeah, it. Because they, they, have... football. they advertise it all the time. I was only uh, thinking the other day because I thought, oh, they haven't done this for a while when they suddenly announced the season premiere, the season premiere. Yeah, it's they do it as a ratings have... ploy let's be honest yeah. they do it to get people to watch because it means nothing like you say because there's no break in between seasons it's a continuous yeah. it's as it's as short as the sun will it's rise like tomorrow season premiere no it's just the first <laughs> one in january 2022 that's what it is it's the first one i'm telling you what and now you've said that um I don't know if anybody else knows this. I only know this from watching. No, no, I only know this from watching this week's episode of Only Connect, which, if our international viewers don't know, is a British game Big show. Fun. Twisted flags, that. please. The Twisted Flags. Um, they said that obviously EastEnders, a British soap opera, has been on since the eighties, and they had to, for the first time ever, have a break in. Um, recording episodes because of the COVID pandemic and there was about a two month period where EastEnders wasn't shown um, a few a few months back or I think it was tail end of 2020 and that's the first time they've ever done that so before the first episode back of having like a two month break in I think it was September 2020 before the first episode back almost as a joke they put EastEnders Series Easy. 2 <laughs> But anyway, as I was saying, so when they um they go on to their respective brands on October twenty second, what's the next pay per view after that? Survivor Series. Survivor Series, yeah. where they're fighting for their brand that they've just been drafted to, but they're all Which there in blue and red going, "Yes, this means everything to me. I am red." <laughs> well, let's be honest. Survivor Series has meant absolutely nothing now for years. In fact, for me, John Laurinaitis. Well, for me, they, they don't even count because they're just stupid. I just the last decent Survivor Series for me was two thousand and two with hey, the debut of the Elimination. The chamber. NXT one was good. Two thousand and nineteen was it nineteen or eighteen? That was a really decent. When they had their kind of weird invasion, but I again, again though, they only did that to. Try and get some bloody ratings up because it wasn't. They doing did it because well. the entire roster was stuck in Saudi Arabia. And was it? Yeah, that was it. That was it. You're right. Again, exactly. Like, what if this happened this time? What? What if the big draft after draft, like when everything's supposed to take place, everyone's stuck in Saudi Arabia again? What's going to happen? Because you've, you've, no, you've just said all of these people are getting drafted on this show this night. This will take place. They're bringing over Bron Breaker, Tony D'Angelo, Joe Gacy, all of those. Briggs, Jensen and Briggs. We've released them a day after. And uh, what's what's, um, Parker Bordeaux's new name that they announced last night? Harland. 
Well, that was Harland. it. I saw, I saw, I read about that. Was he just like stood in the audience? He was um, on the ring, you know, as they walk into the ring, they've got the crowd yeah. inside and they're on the tiered. He was just stood, had a spotlight on him and he looked like Deacon Batista and he had like yes. cut off, a cut yes. off overalls and he was just staring down at Joe Gacy. So there's actually a thing next week on NXT that if Joe Gacy can beat Tommaso Ciampa, he's added in a triple threat match at Halloween Havoc in a few weeks. Um, and we, we're thinking that Haaland or Parker Bordeaux is going to be as heavy. Erlin van Haaland, yeah. Pleased for Dortmund on his uh, days off as well. Well, it's all happening there on NXT 2.0, isn't it? Oh, really good episode. I tell you what, been enjoying it. Third week now. Uh, we watched it this morning. A brilliant show. Really enjoy it. The rest is half, three quarters of them are green as grass, but it's nice to see new talent coming uh, on the way through. And I'd say three people referenced um, that Facebook and Instagram went down. So they keep them with the times as well. <laughs> the, um, without risking breaking off, because we are, because I do want to speak about the, the, the draft now, but we might as well mention it because it was in my new section. Brom Breaker and Tommaso Ciampa currently scheduled for the NXT Halloween Havoc episode. Whether or not this turns into a triple threat match or whether it stays as a singles match, is this too soon for Brom Breaker? I no, mean, he only debuted no. two weeks ago. He gives ago. me like, uh, vibes of the Steiner brothers. Um, I don't know why. You uh, think? <laughs> but to know, um, I think they need to have a new challenge and it just means that he's chasing the title. There's so many people who want to, you know, Pete Dunn's staying on there now as well. He's going to be wanting to go for the belt. Um, no, I think it is early. You want to see if you can test him, see if the ratings hold up. Um, and I've got to be fair, he's decent. He cuts a really good promo and he's he's quite good to watch as well. He's he's yeah. not too, not as green as you'd expect him to be. Without the risk of making him look weak and losing, I think it surely has to be a triple threat match because to me, this is far too soon. Somebody who's debuted in, in the last month to be the NXT champion, you know, the not world champion, but the champion of that particular brand. So should he win? No, I don't think he should. And it's not the right time. Should Joe but, Gacy win with his safe space? No, I think you have Champa retain. And I think you have Champa pin the other competitor in the match in this instance, who isn't Bron Breaker. So Bron Breaker doesn't look weak because he hasn't lost. He hasn't pinned or he hasn't been submitted, but then he's, he doesn't win the title. And neither do I think he, he should do. But, um, yeah, I, I'm sure we'll get onto that. But no, but I do think he should eventually be the champion. And I do see big things for him. I am quite impressed with him. I casually watched NXT 2.0 since it came back. And I am impressed with Bron Breaker. Who was the third person that was going to... Joe Gacy. You know, they had this um, They okay. had this thing past couple of weeks where somebody's been playing a woke character um, who's been using all these buzzwords like safe space and... You know, I'm going to give a voice to the voices. Microaggression, yeah, all of these. And he actually said to Champer, he's like, oh, you're a bit microaggressive, aren't you? He's using all these buzzwords. And you you can just tell Vince McMahon's backstage going, I have no idea what's going on, but this is some good shit. So could you imagine, like you said, that this could be a triple threat match at Halloween Havoc. Could you imagine the week before this happens? You know, they say all men are created. <laughs> but you look at me. And you look at Tomasa Champa, and you can see that statement is not true. See, normally, <laughs> if you go one on one with another wrestler, you got a 50 50 chance of winning. But I'm the son of a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you've got a 25% at best to beat me. And then you add Joe Gacy to the mix, you the chances of winning drastically go down. See, the freeway at Halloween Havoc, you've got a 33 and a third chance of winning. But I, I got a 66 and two thirds chance of winning. Because Joe Gacy knows he can't beat me, and he's not even going to try. So, 
Tommaso Ciampa. You take your 33 and a third minus my 25% chance. And if you were we, me, you were going to go one on one. And then you got eight and a third chance of winning at Halloween Havoc. But then you take my 75% chance of winning if we were to go one on one. And then add 66 and two third percent. I got 141 and two thirds chance of winning at Halloween Havoc. Senor Ciampa, the numbers don't lie. And they spell disaster for you at Halloween Havoc. Very good. Shall we just end the podcast there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can't do any better. Um, we can't. We're 12 quiz, minutes in and it's under, done. Under yeah. the quiz, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, can, you, can you imagine if he makes reference to that? They started referencing it on commentary. Um, one, yeah. of them, one of them said, oh, I guess you better holler if you hear him. And they've been like oh. dropping little things in the commentary. And I just looked well, at Joe like, why? Why like, are they allowed to, see... to do that then if Vince McMahon doesn't want any reference to the fact that he's... To troll us. Yeah. yeah, I suppose so. Maybe but because of the family it. action, that's probably why they've just dropped little bits in. He just, he sounds exactly like Scott Steiner. I know it's Rick Steiner, but he sounds exactly like Scott Steiner. So there's yeah. no way that you could get away from it. Like if I was, if I was in my kitchen, I had TV on in the other room, I'd be like, oh, what's Scott Steiner doing on telly? And it's only True. a matter of time before the Steiner brothers are going to be in the Hall of Fame. Like, I watched WrestleMania 9 this week, saw the Steiners versus the Head Shrinkers. It's only a matter of time before the Steiners are in the Hall of Fame. I think it certainly helps the fact that Brock Breaker is in the company now. Um, helps specifically for Scott Steiner, will hopefully help build a, a bit of a bridge. I think I read on the dirt sheets that Vince McMahon doesn't specifically have an issue with Scott Steiner. It's more the other way around. So if they can build the bridges with that, you know, tie-in video game get the Steiners in the next WWE 2K, maybe not 2022, but 2023 at this rate, get them in, Hall of Fame induction, build the bridges, all is well, all is good. God, they'll be signing Steiner to a Legends contract at the Goldberg versus Steiner at Crown Jewel 2023. You can see it now. It's going to happen. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree with you on that. Right, let's have a look at this draft then. So... We've had the draft over two nights, started on Friday night, SmackDown finished on Monday Night Raw. Um, Actually, it finished on Raw Talk. I'd say technically so, yes, you are right. Um, and they, they did what we didn't think, or certainly what I didn't think was going to happen, where they effectively just said, yeah, it's a free for all. All, all. Just all right, I all right. Dear God. <laughs> you did, to be fair. I didn't think they'd do that. I thought they'd just do a random lottery type thing like they used to do a while back, but... Why not? Why not do like this stretch out throughout the show? They did, and yeah, let's um, let let's go for it. Let's have a look. So on the first night on Friday Night SmackDown, they did it. They did it in rounds. I know we've got our predictions, so we can knock these off the list as we go. Round one and Universal Champion Roman Reigns technically drafted to SmackDown. I don't think we've got any surprise there, have we? And the same with the next pick, Big E, WWE Champion. On Raw, I think we both assumed that they would keep them both on there. Well, I put that down as my prediction, and I got told it was a waste of a pick. Well, yeah, well, I suppose you can have it. Not that these predictions mean anything, because there's no points. But you are, you are right. I did say it was a, it was a waste. I think I was more looking at people moving technically from the current brand that they're on. But I suppose it was it was a pick, so I'll give you that. Um. But however, the, the third pick, um, and I don't think any of us had this, Raw Women's Champion Charlotte Flair over to SmackDown. What are our thoughts on that? It's a pretty good move. I think we, I've heard lots of things that Fox were saying that they definitely want to have Charlotte Flair on SmackDown. They need to have her on that brand. I think that was a big, strong move for it. But if you work out that you're moving across Rollins and, and Becky 
over to the other brand, really, the titles do need to change. But if we see them just handing the belts over, that's going to be really irritating. Well, I think that's probably what we're going to see. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the final round, the uh, final pick of the first round was Bianca Belair to Raw. Did any of us have that? I'm pretty no. sure that a few of us put down because we said that the Street Profits... Jamie, all... put your hand down. No, you didn't. He's, I only... he's only saying that because he's lost his predictions and he can't remember what he said. You know when I said keep hold of your predictions, guys, because we'll discuss it next week. I, said, oh, I don't know where they are, he said. I said Bianca Belair, I swear. I'm going to have to go I'll back listen and to listen it now. to I'll mute myself and I'll go on to it. Oh, I'm sure you will. <laughs> right, okay. So then, round two. Uh, Drew McIntyre to SmackDown. I think there's I'm a couple sure of us who had that. Yeah, I think you and Joe both did. No, Jamie, put your hand to He's just going to put his hand up for all of them. I definitely had Drew. Oh, thank God. I want to say all four of us had it. I think it was the one that we all agreed that definitely would happen. I didn't have all Drew McIntyre. I actually, I actually didn't. I actually didn't. But um, I... I tend to think that that's a decent pick to be honest it it does make sense now he's faced quite a few over on raw it is time for a new challenge he can have his when's he gonna have his match against Big E? is that uh, at the, the crown, crown jewel jack, yeah. at the crown jewel jack as hogan hulk hogan would say so you know decent win against a main event player for Big E on that one gets him over a bit more prestige on the title and for him and then it doesn't effectively matter that drew McIntyre loses because he starts a fresh new challenge over on SmackDown, and I assume as a heel, I assume he's going to go work as a heel from now on. I would make sense to me if you're going to move him over. Now's the time to do the heel turn. And I have heard because he has had an interview recently, and I can't remember who. This is good journalism, isn't it? He said he wants to bring back, and he's in discussions as far as bringing back the Broken Dreams theme as well, which would be brilliant if he does that because I love that theme. Anyway, <laughs> Round one, I said Bianca Where? Bella. Where's the proof? <laughs> I will play it. <laughs> play it. I want to hear it. <laughs> well, let me try and find it again. Here we go. Oh, really? Everybody's unbranded. And we're yeah. This is me telling you that they should do it well, like that way. Apparently, not Taryn says. Well, we, 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 who go. knows? Uh, right, well, it, it's, <laughs> it's probably just been recorded overlay, it is. Who knows? No, I'll give you that then, fair enough. Um, first round, that's double points. I got a first round pick. Second um, second pick of round two was the Raw Tag Team Champions, RK Bro, Randy Orton and Riddle, remaining on Raw, which made me laugh afterwards because somebody went sick and somebody went mad on Facebook or so when they were going, it's ridiculous. We've seen Raw and SmackDown now. Why are Randy Orton and uh, Riddle free agents? Why would you not even draft the Tag Team Champions? And I was like... Yeah, they were on the first night, round two, mate. <laughs> um, Different pools. The New Day of Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods over to SmackDown, I believe. Kind of makes sense um, because you're now keeping Big E on Raw and they effectively had that flip round last time. Big E on SmackDown and Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods on Raw. So they've, they've kind of just done the role reversal flip here. I'm just Make, glad that they didn't escape that mansion, to be honest. When does that start? Is that today or tomorrow? I just watched it. Yeah, I watched it about um, an hour. It's, 
Escape the Undertaker on Netflix. But I got killed halfway through it. Um, Kofi Kingston got killed by the Undertaker, so I had to restart it. Because it's is like, it... oh, you should stay with your friends. And then we had to restart it. Is it as bad as it sounds? No, it's really good. Um, there's a bit where the Undertaker's like really badly levitating, like in one of the end scenes. <laughs> um, then he just keeps like, it's, it's like they've told him to do the eye roll, but he's like, no, can you just CGI it? Because his eyes just keep flickering in and out. Th- those bits are annoying, but all in all, it's a good bit of fun. It's only half an hour, and it does give you the prompt to see if you want to replay it with different options. Is there options to throw pancakes at the Undertaker? <laughs> no, it's, it's like, stay with your friends or flee. And it's like, do you want to go towards the light, the smoke, or the, the noises, the whispers? And then it's like, um, oh, you found a hidden door, but your friends are trying to put put their hands in an alligator's mouth. Do you want to go through the door or what? stay with your friends? Yeah, it gives you these like, options. I want, I want, I want to go towards the voices, and all of a sudden, like, the bit of it going, the evil is mine. <laughs> well, she got drafted. She's not even on the show at the moment. She's at a commission. I know. Right. Um, enough escape the Undertaker. I'll escape him at some point this week. Um, round two had Edge going to Raw. Now I, I slightly panicked. You think you know at me. this moment? I slightly panicked. Jamie's got his hand up, and he said, "Why would they? Why would they transfer or trade or draft rather Seth Rollins to Raw? It's going to be Edge." And Without I said, oh. "And I said they'll they'll do Seth Rollins, and they won't do Edge." And Jamie said, "They'll do Edge, and they won't do Seth Rollins." Well, we'll get on to that. But round two had Edge. Going over to Raw. To at this point, it did make sense moving one of them and not both of them. We'll get on to why it doesn't make sense in a bit. Round three. Happy oh, here we, right, here we go. This is where <laughs> I start to lose faith now. Happy Corbin remains on SmackDown <laughs> alongside Madcap Moss. Joe, you're gonna have to explain this one to me. So Madcap Moss is the name of Riddick Moss. So last week, um, Aaron Bobbin has been facing, I think he's facing Kevin Owens for the past couple of weeks. And um, basically, he was fighting Kevin Owens, and then this hunted guy comes out and attacks Kevin Owens. He pulls off the hood and is, he revealed himself to be Riddick Moss. Now, his new name is Madcap Moss. He comes out in like a jacket and yeah, he's He's dressed like IRS who's been to McDonald's. I just. Uh, I just, yeah. I tell, right, the two issues I've got with this are, first of all, obviously, the name. I mean, that's the biggest issue of it all. But second is what you just alluded to then, Joe, where the week before he returned to Riddick Moss and helped. He got no reaction. Nobody knew who he was. If it wasn't for the fact that um, I'd read the results beforehand and I saw what happened, I wouldn't have known who that was. I'd be messaging you guys and going, who was that? And that's no offence to Riddick Moss, but I think that just goes to show the booking situation, the way he's been portrayed in, on, on, on screen television through um, the, the shows. I had no idea who that was. And now he's teamed with Happy Corbin and with the name Riddick Moss, uh, sorry, with the name Madcap Moss, I don't care to know who he is because that's absolutely ridiculous. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm not giving you a chance, but... The name does it all for me. But Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss remain on SmackDown. And I'm sure somebody here, I don't know if it was you, Joe, or you, Dan, or both of you, I'm sure somebody said Baron Corbin was going over to Raw. I think it was me. He remains on But Smackdown. with Riddick Moss, if you look at his path over the few past few years, he's, he's very similar to like a Leo. He's been hanging around for six, seven years. 
they've tried so many different things with him, like a, a jock kind of thing. And he's, he's been in several different tag teams. He was on Raw Underground. Then they've had him on Main Event. He's been on Dark Matches. Now they finally like attached him to Corbin and given him a bit of a gimmick. And the last time they tried to attach people to uh, Corbin, it was the, the Knights of the Realm Table or whatever it was, or the Knights of the Underground or the Sound of the Underground or whatever they were calling themselves. And they lasted about two minutes because one of them Knights went to... That's it, Knights of the Lone house party or whatever they're called you know they went to some sort of disco and they got covid and they got fired so it's nice that they're finally seeing somebody attached to corbin especially now we're moving towards king of the ring and getting a new king it's nice to see that they're actually using riddick moss who's been in that company for years and you know they've given him a chance to get a gimmick over so sky's the limit for him hopefully he does quite well with it fair enough right then um this one was an interesting one it didn't make sense to me at first but i suppose it, it does for the future um Women's tag team champions Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. Um, on Raw, whether they remain on Raw or they're, or they're traded to Raw to come and what brand they want. So I don't think they're on Raw anyway. At least they don't know. Yeah. yeah. But I thought, well, that women's tag team champions can go anywhere. But I suppose this is for when they eventually drop the titles, they will be Raw it's superstars. It's price to win. And yeah. you look at Shotzi and Knox, they've been split up, but they could have been packed as a tag team. They weren't. They were split. Yeah. Same with uh, Tamina and Natalia. But they they could have done it that they split them up, which would have made less sense. But you look at Rhea Ripley, massive name. You know, eventually she's going to be the first person to win the NXT UK, NXT Raw, SmackDown, and tag titles. Only a matter yeah. of time before that happens. I think she just smacked the title off it. But you look at them and you're thinking, well, why don't I have two for the price of one? I can have two former women's champions on the current tag team champions all in one go. You know, there was that risk that they could split them up, but at least now you're giving the champions a little bit of credibility and longevity as well. Yeah. Um, and then our first NXT picks of the night, and none of us had this, and I, I don't know if any of us saw this coming. Well, I'm sure if we did, they would have been in our predictions. But the entire team of Hit Row are traded to SmackDown. So that's Top Dollar, Ashanti, Adonis, B Fab, and Asai Swerve, Scott, um, and, yeah. and they're all coming over to, to SmackDown. And if um, you didn't know, now you know. And now you know. Is that the right move for them, Joe? Should they stay on NXT, or are we happy to see them on a brand that is SmackDown the right brand? I think Hit Row as a unit are really, really good. There's the two main ones stand out to Hit Row is Isaiah Swerve, Scott, and Ashanti the Adonis. Um, the other two, um, B-Fab and... Um, Top dollar, a bit. They're a bit greener, but as a group, as a unit, I think they'll really, really dominate SmackDown. And they come to the ring and they're in their own theme song. So, are they really good promo? And Isaiah's word Scott is a really good wrestler. I can see them being together for a couple of months, but I'm, I'm gonna go that Isaiah's word Scott's gonna get a big Chris boots and they're gonna turn on him at some point. Well, he's the current um, North American champion as well, isn't he? Yeah. And um, he's got a match next week against Santos Escobar. So I think we can all pretty safely predict that that belt's being dropped. Or WWE's booking will be, no, he's retained. But you're going over to the main roster, so you've got to give the title up. Or you (laughs) take the North American title over. And he defends it a couple of times, but it's got NXT branding all over it, but it's got the this old NXT thing, logo yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, they, you knew that they were going to drop the belt, but the way I would have had him drop the belt is I would have had Carmelo Hayes cash in his, 
what's he called? Little certificate that he won a tournament. <laughs> little certificate. I won. Um, and then I have a match, but he had a tag team title shot this week, even though um, him and his, his tag team partners never even wrestled a match. First ever match wrestles for the tag titles in the main event of NXT. But, you know, we won't rant too much about that, even though it's absolutely ridiculous. Okay. Keith Bear Cat Lee on <laughs> Keith Bear Cat Lee on Raw scene on Raw. Um I I almost thought they might, even though I didn't have him in my predictions, which I'm looking at my predictions now, and so far none of my predictions have even come up or been mentioned yet. Um thinking about it in hindsight, I thought, oh, he might have actually gone to SmackDown since since they've since he's returned for the second or third time this year only about a month or two gap between the last one but because it is a rebranding and a repackaging to an extent even with just name i thought well why not whack him over on smackdown and start him as a fresh you might as well but yeah they're keeping him on raw and i suppose you know realistically if we think about it the draft really means nothing you don't have people that only watch smackdown i mean you might get some people that just kind of watch smackdown and not raw just because of the quality of the programming or, or the wrestling. But, you know, you're still going to read the results. But I think once upon a time, WWE thought, whether or not they still do, you'd hope not because they want everybody to watch all the product. But you don't have people that only watch SmackDown and only watch Raw. So you don't know who these wrestlers are on one show and only know who the wrestlers are on one. So realistically, the draft means absolutely next to nothing well, other than giving people I TV time. I disagree with that slightly because Raw ratings, what, 1.4 million uh, currently on average, 1.4 to 1.6. And then you've got um, SmackDown on Fox, which draws 2.2 to 2.6 on average. So there's an extra million there, people who watch SmackDown over Raw. So it's people who are allegiant to Fox. They might just watch the SmackDown brand and that's why they wanted the Charlotte Flairs on their brand. So I think that's where they're aiming at with it. There may be some people, but you look at the majority of wrestling fans, diehard fans. I mean, look at me this week. I've watched 205. I watched the bump an hour ago. You know, I watched every product that they have this week um, at main event, but that's to the extreme. There might be some people who just got SmackDown. SmackDown has been that superior brand over the past six months or so. So it could be the case. And if there is something big that happened on Raw, they do mention, I mean, they mentioned um, Beth Phoenix's house being invaded on NXT this week. Did they really? Well, they asked, so they were like, um, so Beth, what, um, what's going on? Um, do you want to give us any comments? Like, oh, don't worry, Adam will sort that on SmackDown. And then they just moved on to the next bit. Did you see that he mentioned FTR, the revival by name? He did say, get over to the house, it's being invaded. <laughs> <laughs> it edge it was brilliant well, he just used their real name didn't he it was david and daniel or yeah. something wasn't it but i mean why why like dave Meltzer made a point he kind of made it as a tongue-in-cheek point but it made sense why would you not phone the police instead of your mates or say like jay and uh david which is gangrel and christian because at least then we know them yeah. as former characters we know but it's like ftr yeah. it's like they left the company on like not sour terms, but they left the company because they weren't happy. But at least we know who Christian and Gangrel is. But yeah, like you said, if he just called me. But then again, if you watch the segment, he left his front door unlocked. And open. Unlocked, yeah. Well, as you do, as you do. It's How else would he have got him? Oh, I don't know. Right, round four then. Let's have a look at this. I believe this was the last round of SmackDown, being the shorter show. Um, Naomi remains on SmackDown. Is that correct? I think she was on SmackDown to start with, wasn't she? Yeah. Uh, yes, because she's having that feud type thing with Sonya Deville at the moment, isn't she? That's 
pointless when it gives Naomi some TV time, so fair enough. Put in the blood, put in the blood like a husband, the Usos and Marines and just turn a heel up. I don't think. know why they haven't. At least it would add a bit more of an element to it. I mean, maybe that's the idea if it starts getting a bit yeah. stale, but I spoke at the moment. It, it's all right, people are still enjoying it. I do like the Bloodline t-shirts. Have you seen them with them all on and uh, Paul Heyman on there? Slightly tempted to buy that. I haven't bought a wrestling t-shirt since I think me and Jamie went to WWE Live in London at the O2 about six to seven years ago. That's the last time you wrestling Yeah. It was, well, the new, it was the new day boot heels when I had bought It's uh, 30% off at the moment in WWE Shop, so... Good time. Pro wrestling tees. <laughs> yeah. Oh, during promotions tonight only. I've tried wrestling tees, but I can't get it to convert from American dollars into British pounds. I just can't seem to get it to work. Oh dear. Then you can't buy that. Just, it, just, it just stays on dollars. It just converts it when you pay or through PayPal. Ah, I can't be doing that. I'll, so, I'll yeah. just stick the WWE shirt on. Probably the about, WWE title. So there's probably about thirty quid's worth of tax and import fees on top of it. Look at Jamie shaking it to his face. I've bought loads of <laughs> pro wrestling tees. I've got my. Um, where did you get your Jericho top from then? A little bit of the bubble there. I got bought it. Somebody bought it for me for my birthday. Yeah, so that, uh, all the AEW stuff is from there. There's no taxes, like, there's no massive tax or shipping fees or anything. You ship worldwide. And I got that one and Le Dinner Debonair from there. Nobody knows <laughs> she's from pro wrestling tees. Right. Um, last three. Ray and Dominic Mysterio to Raw. Fair, fair enough. I mean, did did one of us not say they was? And you said that, Joe, didn't you? They were going to. Yeah. You thought they might split them up. And Dan, Dan said it as well. No, I said I predict the whole team. Said it as well. I predicted the whole team. Fair enough. Um, Dan said he wanted to split them up eventually. I just said, can't draft to split them up because I can I can see it in the water that they are going to split them up. I thought that that would be in a kind of way of doing it, like splitting them up. But they had a choice in it, and then Dominic would have to go his own way. So I'm kind of agreeing going along Dad's train of thought. Dominic is going to turn on his father at some point. I'm just waiting for it to happen. It's going to be a rumble thing, like I said last week. He's just going to throw that. Sorry, sorry yeah. Pops, I want to be WWE sorry, champion. Dad. Sorry, Dad. And then he'll just get eliminated straight after. Bye, <laughs> Jinder Mahal. You're not my dad. <laughs> Um, and then I'm very, very proud to announce I am that my first correct prediction um, so far, Jeff Hardy from Raw to SmackDown. And I think what's quite interesting is, is whilst we will get on to him in a moment, um, in fact, right now, because the next one was Austin Theory, the next NXT over to Raw, um, on Raw, Austin Theory appeared, wanted a selfie with Jeff Hardy and beat him up. That wasn't before Jeff Hardy lost a match and said he's going to bring a new persona to SmackDown. And I Willow. think this is the yes, is the rumoured Willow, whether or not they're allowed to use Willow, because I don't know if that's a TNA Impact Wrestling copyrighted thing or, or whether. Copyright. Yeah, or, or, or whether or not um, he owns the intellectual properties of Willow. I'm not sure. But either way, something very similar. Or again, you no, know, in WWE, he'll just disappear now for a few weeks and then just come back normally as Jeff Hardy. And yeah, he'll not forget he ever mentioned that. He'll come back as Brother Nero. <laughs> Brother Nero. <laughs> I knew you'd come. Matt Hardy. 
So that was the first four rounds on SmackDown. Um, nothing massively, I would say. I think the biggest one for me was probably Hit Row, to be honest, over to because none of us really even spoke about them as far as the NXT side of things. So I'd say that was probably the biggest shock for me on this one. Um, let's run through the handful of picks, and then you can give me your reviews afterwards on these. But we had a handful of picks happening on Talking Smack afterwards. So we had Going Over or Staying on Raw, Akira Tozawa, Otis and Chad Gable, I believe, over to Raw. Yep. Apollo Cruz. I'm sure you did. Apollo Cruz and Commando Azir over to Raw. Commander I, I, Aziz, is that his name? Yep. Yeah. Um, over to Raw. I, I said Apollo Cruz, so we'll put that out there. Do drop staying on Raw. Drake Doom Maverick, Trump. I think, staying on Raw. John Morrison staying on Raw. I said he'd go to SmackDown. Nia Jack staying on Raw. 24 champion Reggie staying on Raw, even though can't the 24-7 champion be anywhere, so I suppose he stays on Raw once he loses it. R-Truth staying on Raw. T-Bar staying on Raw. And Selena Vega, I think, going from SmackDown to Raw, I want to say. That's correct. Joe had Selena Vega, didn't you? Joe had Selena Vega, good lad, good lad. And then either staying on or going over to SmackDown, um, Aaliyah or Aaliyah? Who, who's that? Aaliyah. Somebody tell me who that is. So Aaliyah, she was do you remember, Stone Brand. Yeah, no, do you remember? Um, well, she was in Robert Stone Brand. Do you remember Breaking Ground? Yes. Uh, from years ago, and they had Nia Jax coming through, and she had a housemate who was called Noof, and she was getting new branding, and she was having like a genie gimmick, and she was calling herself Aaliyah. So was she already on the main roster? Is this an She's NXT? She's been in NXT for seven years, and they've tried so many different gimmicks where they tried loads of different stuff. She mainly would just get a squash, but they finally like called her up. Um, she's a pretty good talent. Um, she was quite young when she got signed. I think she was only like 19 or something when she signed with WWE. So she's been there. She's learned for the past seven years in um, NXT, and everybody backstage is just so psyched to see her being called up and going over to SmackDown. So this is an NXT call-up? Yeah. Okay, but she's been doing dark matches for the past like four or five months. So, okay, um, Drew Gulak SmackDown stays on SmackDown. Am I right? He's not been on. No, Raw, he goes he? from Raw to SmackDown. Does he really? It shows mm-hmm. how much interest I have in Drew Gulak. And did um, Dan have Drew Gulak? Joe had Drew Gulak. Had Drew Gulak. Okay, he can remember other people's, but he can't remember I've his own. Listen to it. He can't remember. I've actually just listened to it in speed form to try and obviously get. I have all my picks now. Don't you worry. And I remember cool. seeing there as well so. um mace over to smackdown now is it mace or t-bar that's um what's his chops dominic dijakovic which oh, one's which he's t-bar that's t-bar so he's rumored to be coming back as his, himself isn't he now i think he's done some he's done some bits on twitter and things like that so i think he's supposed to be coming back as dominic dominic mysterio um <laughs> Mansoor, everyone's favourite. He's going to win whatever match he'll no doubt be put into at Crown Jewel. He goes over to SmackDown. He's going to win King of the Ring. That's correct. You are right. Um, And Mustafa Ali. And Tony Storm stays on SmackDown, I want to say. Am I right in saying that? Yes, I am. Okay, that was SmackDown and Talking Smack. Then we have Raw. Even more to go through, more rounds, two more additional rounds, and some raw talk picks. So let's have a look at these then. So this is start. So starting off raw, this is the issue I had. SmackDown Women's Champion Becky Lynch comes out on raw, goes, 
oh, by the way, I'm now on Raw and I'm the first pick. And then... You're not the um, first pick because all these people on Talking Smack got picked before you, love. The first <laughs> pick on Monday Night Raw of round one, Jamie. Um, and then Adam well, Pearce... How does that work, though? Surely she hasn't been picked yet. Well, that's what I mean, because then Adam Pearce... have been picked on Talking Smack have been picked before Becky Lynch. Well, and all, no the people on, all the people on SmackDown and Talking Smack, yeah. yeah. So, but then Adam Pearce goes, "Oh yeah, she's already announced it." But the first pick in round one for SmackDown tonight on Monday Night Raw is, oh sorry, for Raw is Becky Lynch. Well, how does she know? Why is she allowed to know before anyone else? She's Becky Lynch. But to be fair, she's the man. Do you not see? Do you not see the promo on SmackDown? The great promo by Brock Lesnar. Yes, with the, the uh, with, with the with the microphone. Like, Are you okay? Yeah. And just like, <laughs> right, just the microphone and was like. Thanks to my good friend Paul, I am a free agent and just winks at the camera. Just well, it's the aurora of Brock Lesnar in it, you see. It I'm so glad the mic's back on Brock Lesnar because he can cut promos, so it makes sense. It really does. Um, <laughs> so <something> stupid, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the Usos, remain on SmackDown. And then what, what I did like, it did cut to. Um, the backstage happy. Did you see Paul Heyman in the background, like almost praying, looking up at the sky, going, Look Thank him, you, yeah. thank you. He was saying, Um, <laughs> that was a nice touch. Bobby Lashley remains on Raw. Sasha Banks, I want to say, remains. Am I right in saying on SmackDown? Yep. Um, yeah, nothing. I mean, maybe Becky. I think Becky Lynch going to Raw might have been a bit more of a shock if Charlotte hadn't already gone to SmackDown two, three nights before, but yeah, in context, then. Nothing particularly shocking there. Um, round two, this is the big one, Jamie. Seth Rollins to Raw. I was right. It's right there. I can see it written down. However, I am inclined to agree with you on the fact that once Edge had gone over to Raw, I didn't see the point of this because this was a great way to end their feud to put them on separate brands. Um, but now they're both on Raw, so they can continue forever. Hooray. It, it makes the greatest wrestling match. Next um, year, the greatest wrestling match ever, too. Um, I, I'll, I'll stick to what I said last week. To me, it makes more sense keeping Edge on SmackDown because he can have these matches that we've never seen him have before, and there's therefore there's no need to move him and move Seth Rollins back over to Raw because he's kind of got a bit stale for me and he's faced everybody on SmackDown. Now you're just moving both people over. Don't know what your thoughts are on it, Dan. Edge versus AJ Styles. And then you might as well just move AJ Styles over to SmackDown. That's the match everybody wants to see. You look at it, Edge isn't really going to be wrestling for 10, 15 years. He's realistically got two or three years left on him. We get to see Edge Finn Balor. We get to see Edge versus um, AJ Styles. We get to see Edge versus Randy Orton again, if you want to see it. Uh, we got Edge versus Rey Mysterio. We've got all these matches now. Uh, but you look on SmackDown, what are we going to have? Edge versus doing? Dominic for the series. That's what we all want. Yeah, we'd love to see that. It's things <laughs> we'd love to see. I, I, I would hope they would save, and they and by save, I really do mean save, Edge and AJ Styles for WrestleMania. But I've got this feeling they'll face each other once or twice before, and then they'll have like their third match at WrestleMania, which I don't want to see. I want to see Edge versus AJ Styles for the first time at WrestleMania. But we'll see, we'll see what they do with that. If they... I mean, I suppose they could go with the first match. Here. Um, is it called Day One? What's that stupid pay-per-view? It went on first? January 1st, yeah, Day One. Day One, maybe day the one second. Ish. 
maybe the second match at Royal Rumble match or Elimination the... Chamber and then the rubber match at WrestleMania. I suppose they could do that, but now nah, first time, save it for the big one, save it for the granddaddy of them all. Um Intercontinental Champion King Nakamura with Rick Boogs stays on SmackDown. United States Champion Damien Priest stays on Raw. That was stupid the way they did that. I mean, it makes sense, but as soon as they announced Intercontinental Championship stay on SmackDown, I said to myself, oh, they're just going to announce the US Champion Damien Priest just stays on Raw now, and they did. And to me, that's either supposed to be, oh, wow, massive coincidence. Raw have kept him on, kept the United States Champion on Raw, or are they actually talking to each other and almost trading rather than drafting in, in you know, Kate Baby's dead? As well. You need to draft your champions because it would look stupid if you just left it to Raw Talk and the champions you got draft drafted your on that. champions first. The first yeah. Smack- SmackDown should have been drafted champions and but then that, superstars on Raw. I mean, Kate Cave wise, I mean, that makes sense in real life, but on a television program, they need a reason for you to tune in or continue watching that episode of SmackDown or or get you to tune in on Raw to see, oh, God, we oh, didn't draft these people. Champions. Where do they end what up? Cham- what champions are going to be on what show? That could be a SmackDown. Like, and then Raw would be like, so what about all of the other wrestlers? Where are they going to go? Then why then aren't you like, working on the booking team? I should be. I've said this several times. I know you have, yeah. no longer returning my calls. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder why, because you said put Edge on Raw, which they did, but yeah. Um, I mean, to be fair, and, the, the most, looking at it, I, I, I did okay on most of my picks. Like, didn't too bad. Finishing off round two, I will put it out there, my pick. I don't know if Joe also had this one as well. Sheamus gets moved over to SmackDown. Yeah, you had that, didn't you, Joe? And I think Dan might have done as well, but I, I certainly did. I remember that, so I'll claim that one. Yeah. He's always said he wants, like that's the one title he's misses, the intercontinental title. He's won every other title in between, but he's never won the intercontinental title. And as soon as he was drafted, he basically put it he got he sh- shoot his shot on Twitter, he said, Yeah, that intercontinental title is mighty like no no K Fame nothing. Said, yeah, I'm 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 going after the intercontinental title. That's that's the one. Fantastic. Okay. Um Round three. Let's run through these. AJ Styles and Omos stays on Raw. Shayna Baszler over to SmackDown. Um, Kevin Owens over to Raw. I also have that on my list. I'll just put that there. And another NXT call-up, Zia Lee over to SmackDown. Um, Dan, I have a feeling you'll be quite happy with this call-up. Yeah, Zia Lee was working, again, uh, quite a few dark matches the uh, past couple of weeks. And she hadn't really been with Tien Shower on NXT. Um, she's another one who's been in NXT for quite a long time. She was in, I don't know if she was in both May Youngs, but she's definitely in one. And she was in the first ever Royal Rumble as well, the female Royal Rumble, where she came out with that fan and did those flips. Um, she, she's solid. She's really good. A hard hitter. And this new gimmick that she's got where she's been trained by a thousand-year-old dragon lady. Um, that was the gimmick that she's basically come over with. Her theme music's quite uh, intense as well. I think welcome addition to SmackDown, and it just goes to show that they're trying to bolster the women's divisions. Um, so it's a great call up, and I think she'll do exciting things. Okay. Round four, the Street Profits. They've gone from SmackDown to Raw. Did one of us have that? Daniel, I think you made a- Jamie claims he did. Them, yeah, I, I remember no evidence. He's dating Bianca Belair, of course. Well, they're going over together, exactly. 
So there you go. And I'm, um, we both basically said it at the same time, except I had yes. in my first pick, and then in the second round, we both said Street Profits. That's it. They, they want the smoke. Uh, but they said so they're going back to uh, Raw, where they came. They got called up from originally from NXT. They said that they're comfy on Raw. Raw's their home. You know, they did Red Solo Cups. They, they live in life. I forgot they rerun on Raw. I just, until they said it, then remember, it reminded me. But I, I thought they'd gone straight from NXT over to SmackDown. But you are right, they're on Raw. Was that not when they were doing the stupid ninja stuff? Yeah, but if you remember, yeah. they were champions. And Kofi Kingston were. and Xavier were champions, and they just did the title swaps. That's right. Um, Viking Raiders over to SmackDown as almost a bit of a swap. I think I said that. You did say that, and it makes sense because they need a fresh start. But I just, I do worry for them. I've, I've almost got a feeling that even if it's maybe after WrestleMania next year, when the next big rounds of talent releases come, I just got an awful feeling they're going to be on there because they've just ever since they came onto the main roster, they've just. I want to say they've been tag team champions maybe for about a month. NXT were they? and Raw, they've never won the SmackDown. Raw tag team champions for about a month dropped them and have kind of been in obscurity. But like turning up and then disappearing and then turning up and disappearing again. And just, I think the big problem for them is been consist- there's been no consistency with them on the main um, roster. Um, either yeah. broke his back or his neck or something, so he's off for almost a year. But they have a chance to become the second ever Triple Crown tag team champion. So, well, exciting with that first being the Street Profits. Well, let's hope something happens with them. Alexa Bliss stays on Raw. No, I'm not. That's round five. I'm jumping over. Ignore me. Ignore me. Well, in fact, we we might as well mention it. I'm jumping on to round five by mistake there. But yeah, Alexa Bliss uh, Bliss rather remains on Raw, even though she's injured. Okay, fair enough. Um, Round four, though, I have this one. I had it, and I had it as one of my big picks, along with Seth Rollins. And it's true, Finn Balor to Raw and claiming yeah. that. I just thought now's the time. Now he's back on the main roster. He's lost to Roman Reigns. I'm sure I said this last week. His he momentum's effectively anymore. Well he can't and his momentum's effectively gone now. So he has to rebuild it over on Raw. That's the right right thing for me. And I he's think also tweeted as well to where AJ Styles like tease tweeted like Hello, brother, or something like that, along with a few sweet. Oh, dear. It's going to be... The demon is undefeated on Raw. (laughs) He's going to tease it by turning on AJ Styles, and it's going to be the new tag team of Finn Balor and Omos. (laughs) Um, And Ricochet over to SmackDown. I'm sure Dan might have had that. Somebody had that. I had Ricochet. Yeah, I am... It's it's needed again. I have no confidence, unfortunately, for Ricochet himself, that they're even going to do anything worthwhile with him. But a fresh start is needed. Hundred percent. Well, he could, you know, Prince Puma on the way back. Yeah. Um, round five. I got this wrong. I thought he'd go over to SmackDown. Carrying Cross remains on Raw. Fair enough. He remains on Raw and main event. Um, Berto Corey. Have to ever say this. Umberto Carrillo. Carrillo and Angel, Angel Garza. Yeah. They go over to SmackDown, I want to say. Is that correct? They've been yeah. on Raw, have they They've not? been doing really yeah. well. They've defeated quite a lot of tag teams in their short tenure, past two or three weeks, and now they're going across. Um, they've got a very Eddie and Chavo Guerrero vibe about them, so I think they're they do. quite a one to watch. They do. Uh, Alexa Bliss, we've mentioned, stays on Raw, and Cesaro stays on SmackDown. I might have moved into Raw, but fair enough. Round six, the final round before the Raw Talk movement. We have 
Carmella goes to Raw. Why not? Why because not? Corey Graves is a commentator on Raw and they're engaged. So it makes exactly sense. makes sense. NXT Ridge Holland goes Ridge to SmackDown. Now none of us really have this. So this was really a surprise. So go on then, Joe. What has he? You you and Dan watch um, NXT much more than me and Jamie, so I can't say how well he's been used on NXT, yeah. or even if he's been used recently on NXT. Has he disappeared and just come back by being drafted, or or has he been on a mainstay on NXT lately? So he, he was in a state with Pete Dunne, Oli Logan, and Danny Birch, and then a couple of months ago, he fell really clear on his leg, he like stuck his leg. You know what happened a couple of weeks ago to the Liverpool play where he like bent his leg yeah. and that, that happened to him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was out for months and yeah. months. I know he's just come back with Holland, uh, with uh, Pete Dunn. I know Lorcan a couple of weeks ago they kicked out only Lorcan and Dabbage and he's been teaming with Pete Dunn uh, for the past couple of weeks. So he's been um he's been jumping Kylo Roddy, he's been like basically Pete Dunn's like bodyguard. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's like he's quite um like a barely powerhouse. But I think he was like he had the power but he's been a bit green. But obviously he's a quick leader and better teacher than Pete Dunn. I personally think it should have be been done over Rich Holland, but fair play to the guy, you know, congratulations. Okay. Um and I'm gonna get on to these penultimate pick in a moment because we can have an interesting discussion on that but Sami Zayn stays on Smackdown yeah okay the last pick so if you think about it he's going to be kicking off on Smackdown going how was I the last person to be picked yeah and it makes sense because it makes sense for his character and you know we all do like Sami Zayn I even tweeted about it on his tweet he was like they haven't even thought about it could be and then when they picked him last, he was like, last pick, last pick. And I was like, oh, he's gonna, <laughs> this is going to be a promo on SmackDown. And it's probably the best thing to do with him, to be fair. <laughs> so, um, okay, put an ultimate pick then. Not an NXT call-up. Not the shock, because I think we all picked a slight shock, didn't we? And I thought perhaps D.H. Smith might be one of them. But on a similar mainstay to DH Smith on the fact that just, you know, not assigned to any brand, not on NXT, just effectively called up. We had um, Olympic gold medalist Gable Stevenson. Well, what do we think on that? Well, he's still in his last year of uh, college um, and he's still going through uh, all of his education. So he won't be on mainstay on there um, every week. But you, I can kind of see him teaming up with like Otis and Chad Gable and joining the Alpha Academy and learning that way. But it's big news and it made it feel more like an NFL draft where they're all like sat on their sofas waiting for the phone call to come in to find out, you know, which NFL team they're going to. And they actually showed a little bit of a video showing him with his parents who sat on his sofa and they gave him a hug and congratulated him. It kind of felt very similar to like an NFL draft. I will make a prediction that we will not see him on the roster. Um, whether or not he makes an appearance just to say, hello, here I am and I'm on Raw. I, I don't even think he will, to be honest. But certainly wrestling, he will not make an appearance, I will say, until after the Royal Rumble, maybe even after WrestleMania. I think it's going to be one of them. A bit like what they did with um, Omos and what's-his-chops, um, Commander Aziz, is it? Where they yeah. drafted them and then they didn't appear for six months. Or you almost forgot about them. I think they'll do the same with this one. I think it'll be that long. Fair. 
But let's but it, see. Could, it could be one of those things, oh, he cuts a promo and then somebody just takes him out and by taking him out, that builds him and then he could appear in the Rumble. Yeah. Um, right then, let's have a look at Raw Talk. These were the ones, the unfortunate ones that were... Did you watch like, Raw Talk? No. Um, however, I have the list of the people that were It's good they've drafted. got a new presenter. Um, she does loads of like NHL drafts and all different things like that. I've got to be fair, watched her. She's really decent um, and made Raw Talk and Talkins Matt really, really well. They had the Matt Camp on there as well. Was it worth watching? Yeah, yeah. Well, I watched okay. it just because I wanted to see what the drafts were. But yeah, it was decent. It uh, made it a little bit more bearable. Right then. Raw. Dana Brooke stays on Raw, I want to say. Is that right? Yeah. Dolph Ziggler and Robert Root to Raw. Jackson, Big, Bob. Big Bob. Big Bob. Jackson Riker. Veer. I'm assuming that's Veer as in Veer from Jinder Mahal. Veer and Shanky. They've However, up, yeah. they've split him. That's very interesting because they're either going to make a new star out of Veer or he disappears. Liv Morgan, Tamina, Tegan Knox, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander of the reformed her business, and The Miz stays on roll. And then SmackDown got Jinder Mahal and Shanky, as I say, without Veer, Natalia and Shotzi. I assume that is Shotzi Blackheart. Correct. Yeah. Okay. And I'm pretty sure we all said that for an NXT call-up, didn't we? I know I said shit. I didn't. My NXT call-ups, which were completely incorrect, were Raquel Gonzalez after I got rid of <laughs> Johnny Gargano's wife and Johnny Gargano. So, neither of them. Um, interestingly enough, we do have, however, a list of free agents. Now, I say interestingly enough because this is on WWE's... This is officially WWE's undrafted free agent list and there are a couple of people on there that i'm thinking why are they on there because as far as i'm concerned one of them is technically not in the wwe as it stands in a way one of them is retired so why are they on the Isn't list jerry lawler on there jerry lawler isn't on there but we have got that he was the well the official list is titus o'neill Ooh, ooh, ooh. He's a free agent. More like an, he's like a bastard. Yeah. He, doesn't, he wrestles every now and again. Mm-hmm. Somebody needs... Need... Titus and his... Uh... Ooh, 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 ooh. That's it. Um, I can some... do it better than I do. Somebody needs to tell me who Shane Thorne is. Um, he is... Slapjack. Um, Slapjack from... The oh, is it? Oh, okay. He's currently doing that um, Australian gimmick. He's doing the Crocodile oh, Dundee gimmick. Yeah. doing the Crocodile Dundee. Okay, that makes sense as to why he'd be a free agent. Um, D.H. Smith is in class as a free agent, interestingly enough, so we'll see. Shane McMahon <laughs> is on the list. Well, I've seen something on the day tree to know if it's true that Shane McMahon isn't involved with the WWE anymore, that he's gone off to do his own thing. I don't know if that's true or not. I also saw that, and then I saw it was denied by the WWE, and now almost maybe to confirm the denying he's on the undrafted list. Um, Lindsay Dorado is on the list. Lacey Evans makes sense. She's off having a baby. Grand Matalik. Now, that makes sense also because I've heard he's asked for his release, so they're probably deciding whether to release him or not and as such uh, put him on the free agent list. Eva Marie, that slightly surprises me because she's still technically in a programme with Dewdrop, so why they wouldn't move her, I assume this is for storyline They're purposes. trying to say she's injured from yeah. Shayna Baszler. True. Um, Asuka, is she injured? 
injured, I want to say yeah. that's probably why. Bailey, I think she's injured as well. Injured, isn't yeah. she? Makes sense why. Brock Lesnar, purely for storyline reasons, is a free agent, so he can, I assume, switch brands because he's Brock Lesnar and he can do what he wants. Um, and then the three that are interesting. The first one, interesting more because they've been running promo after promo after promo, well, I say that, for two or three weeks, and then it's disappeared like he doesn't exist. Elias. So that's interesting, the fact that will they, from this Friday onwards, start running the promos again, or from this Monday onwards? We will see. Or have they completely just decided well, we don't want died. to move ahead with him? They showed his gravestone. They said he was dead. So he's just going to repackage <laughs> completely. dead. Elias is dead. <laughs> well, um, I had Elias to repackage and go on to SmackDown, but like I said, he is a free agent. Well, like you said, you were completely bloody wrong. <laughs> um, and then we've got the two interesting ones. They have listed on the undrafted list John Cena. So I suppose be so good. because he may come back. But anyway, this one will get you. Why is this person on the undrafted list when this person is retired? Officially on the undrafted list on WWE, The Undertaker. He's on Netflix, you know. He's been drafted to, he's been drafted to Netflix. Um, <laughs> why is he even on the list? Well, he's retired, he's not an active superstar. Well, he is. He can appear wherever, you know. He can do the appearances like he's doing on Netflix at the moment. He can turn up Raw, SmackDown. Just Wherever. getting ready for that big return match again That's against Goldberg at Survivor Series. <laughs> Took 31 years of The Undertaker. Drop <laughs> him on his head again. Um, so, yeah, so that that's the list. So, yeah, overall thoughts? Yeah, decent. I think that the rosters look a lot more, lot more structured. I think SmackDown was top-heavy for the amount of time that they had. Um, so, yeah, it works out quite well. And it's given quite a lot of NXT call-ups, which was well-needed with this new branding. So, yeah, happy. I um, a couple of bits of news that kind of lead into that just before we finish off with our quiz this week. Um, you mentioned earlier about Mansoor. They have announced now King of the Ring and Queen's Crown, as it's going to be called. Does it start this Friday or is it next Friday? This Friday, and I'd like to see um, each of us pick a um, male and a female who are going to win, and then Jamie can remember back to it in two or three weeks' time and say, I told you. Well, have we had confirmation yet of... When the, well, we haven't had confirmation of who's in it yet, which doesn't really make too much difference because we can still predict and then we might be completely wrong if they're not even in it. But have we had confirmation yet if the final is at Crown Jewel? Not yet, no. They just said it kicks off on the season premiere of SmackDown. Okay. Let's go on the basis then that the final is at Crown Jewel. And I tend to agree with you then that if it is at Crown Jewel, Mansoor gets the win <coughs> in this instance. Oh, Joe oh. is dying. Um, now, they've interestingly enough announced for Crown Jewel only the second ever women's match, and it's a triple threat match, so it's not a singles match. Mm -hmm. So, the only thing that makes me think the finals might not be at Crown Jewel is because then you're going to have two women's matches, potentially, if you're having the Queen's Crown final at Crown Jewel as well. And they're only just getting away with having one women's match at a time now, so two might be a bit of a stretch. But let let let's go for it. Let's say they you know built some bridges, and we're going to miraculously have two women's matches. I'll go for Mansoor then as the men's women's. This is a difficult one. I think if you're having Mansoor, who's quote unquote certainly for Saudi Arabia babyface, you might want a heel. See, this is the difficult thing. Do you want a heel woman winning a crown jewel in Saudi Arabia if they're trying to keep 
things happy, happy, happy. So maybe they will have crowned you uh, the Queen's crown, not at Saudi Arabia. So if that's the case, I'm going to say there'll be a heel crown, Queen's crown winner. And let's go for, uh, is she a heel, Shayna Baszler? She's a heel, yeah. She's going on Shayna a rampage. Shayna Baszler, Queen's crown, Mansoor, King of the Ring. What have you got, Joe? Oh, King of the Ring. I would put someone like, I would be like Ricochet. Give, give him the King Rick of the Ring. Rick O'Shea and, himself. Ricochet. And for Queen of the Ring, I was, I was going to say Gina Baszler as well. Um, so I'm not talking you, I'll say Natalia. Oh, you copied me then. <laughs> That's what I was going to go for. <laughs> so, Joe, uh, Dan, you're going with Natalia and Yeah, N- Natalia. I think it works well that you've had Owen Hart, Bret Hart as a two-time, and then you've got Natalia. Because um, it's always supposed to be the winner of the King of the Ring or Queen's ring or you know and it's supposed to be the best wrestler yeah sometimes i'll do it to give him a gimmick but i think natalia it works out quite well uh caps are off but male wise i'm gonna go with carrion cross so we're not going with xavier woods or mansour ah, king carrion okay and jamie it's crown jewel and it has to be mansour there is no other way yes. mansour um, good and who have you got for the ladies if I, had to, if I had to pick somebody else Let's go Shinsuke just for bands because he didn't really win it last year, did he? He just took it off Sheamus. Took the crown, yeah. And who have you got for the women? Mella. Mella is Mella, queen. Well, she is money. She is money. And that would that would make sense. She, exactly. That would really She's give us something. Queen yeah. Mella. Did you see a Squid Game mask that she wore on uh, SmackDown? Yes, well? I did see. Yes, and I still need to watch the rest of Squid Game. No spoilers. I've only seen the first two or three episodes. I haven't seen that, but so I have far. seen Undertaker in the New Day. Yeah, so. oh, dear God. <laughs> escaping, can you escape? And then final bit of news. Um, just before we lead into the quiz, and I suppose it kind of follows off for from if we will have a new King of the Ring and a Queen's Crown winner, because they're going to need something to help with the ticket sales. Apparently, if you've seen it, the Survivor Series ticket sales are absolute dog crap, let's use the word. <laughs> Apparently, they've sold a, two or 3,000 in a 15,000, 20,000-seat stadium, and we're less than two months away. So, you know... <laughs> They're really going to have to announce The Rock versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania and get The Rock there, because I think that's like his 25th anniversary or 20th anniversary since his debut. So it'll be 25th, won't it? So, yeah, they're going to have to announce The Rock soon, I think. Or just call John Cena back in that he's one of the surprise members of a team, Rural Team SmackDown. That'll get or Hogan as the um, host at the Survivor Series, Jack. Yeah, or they could get Ronda Rousey's return. She's never come. I've decided now she's never coming back. Why is she not? A, that's a point. She's supposed to be under contract and on the active roster, even though we've not seen her for two and a half, three years. might have run out. Why? No, it hasn't. Apparently, it's still active. So why is she not on the free agent undrafted list? Yet the Undertaker is. <laughs> Who knows? Right. Let's finish off. Let's quiz it. Who's on quizzing duties this week? Oh, I believe it's you. No, it isn't. I hope it's you. It ain't me. It is you. Oh, it isn't. No, it's me. I am next week. <laughs> no, it's me. It's me next week, isn't it? Um, no, it's coming next week. It's me next week. Yeah. <laughs> Don't confuse him. I'll Don't take that. Me, yeah. Right, go on then, Jamie. What have you got for well, us? I thought, like, you know, usually we do something that is kind of 
something that's to do with what's happened this week. Can I just quickly talk I about see. the news as well that we do have a, a new TNT champion and that's not in the news? But sorry, we do we do have Sammy Guevara as the new TNT champion. Thank you, AEW. There you go. But there we yeah, go. we usually have something that's uh, quite relevant. And I was thinking, shall I do one about the draft? And I went, no, I'm going to be completely different because you're all going to read up about the draft and think it's all going to be But it isn't. It is. It's going to be all the number ones from each year, but it wasn't that. So I decided, cool. what can I do that's a little bit different? So I have got lyrics from WWE themes, and I'm going to read them out, and you just <laughs> have to tell which wrestler they belong to. So Go obviously on, I'm not I'm not going to do it in tune. I'm just going to read them out as deadpan as possible, and you're going to have to tell me who the theme belongs to. Okay, so number one, try to figure out what my move's going to be. Come on over, sucker. Why don't you ask yeah, me? I know it. So I'll read it out again. So we're just putting the superstar, obviously. Just a superstar. Try to figure out what my move's gonna be. Yeah. Come on over, sucker. Why don't you ask me? Yeah, I do know that one. Number two. A bit of place and a broken dream. And we'll leave it all. Leave it all behind. I'll read that again. So are these are these current themes or can they have been past themes? Uh, most of them, from what I'm pretty sure, are current, but they could be past as well. Maybe I think okay. one might be past, but they are usually current. Um, so it's a bit of place and a broken dream, and we'll leave it all, leave it all behind. Stop googling, Taryn. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that white screen. And I don't actually know. <laughs> That's me adjusting the brightness. Look on my laptop. <laughs> okay, number three. Greedy politicians buying oh. souls from us are muppets. Are puppets, sorry. Will find their place in line. So greedy politicians yes, buying souls from us are puppets. Will find their place in line. Lovely. Number four. Well, I stand strong about right and wrong. And I don't take trouble for very long. So I'll read it again. Yeah, well, I stand strong about right and wrong. And I don't take trouble for very long. No. Number five. Oh, this guilt is a heavy cross. There is blood on the path I walk. Oh, Again? Oh, this guilt is a heavy cross. There is blood on the path I walk. Number six. You gave me fortune. You gave me fame. You gave me power in your own God's name. <laughs> you gave me fortune. You gave me fame. You gave me power in your own God's name. Oops. Number seven. I'm sick of all these people talking out their heads. I never understand a damn thing that they said. 
I'm sick of all these people talking out their heads. I never understand a damn thing that they said. I walk. <laughs> Number eight. I will defend and I'll do what I must. No, I won't give in. I will defend and I'll do what I must. No, I won't give in. Is that all of it on that one? Yeah. I've read it twice. Okay. Number nine. This is an older theme. So I'm telling you now. Um, tell me what you're going to do now. Breathe in. Now breathe out. Hands up. Now hands down. Tell me what you're going to do now. Breathe in. Now breathe out. Hands up, now hands down. Oh, yes, no, I know now, yeah, because it's not the usual thing, right, okay. And question 10, the final one. You've got your rules and your religion all designed to keep you safe. Of course that would be in there, yes, okay. You've got your rules and your religion all designed to keep you safe. Can we have number six again? No. Number six. You gave me fortune. You gave me fame. <laughs> you gave me power in your own God's name. Right, let's do it then. Okay, okay. So I'll start number one. Try to figure out what my move's going to be. Come on over, sucker. Why don't you ask me, Joe? Booker T. Dan. I went Booker T as well. Taron. Trying to figure out what the move's going to be. It's Rey Mysterio in it. Booyaka, Booyaka. What? No, I thought Rey Mysterio was. Trying to figure out what the move's going to be. Oh, God, yeah. Why did I think it was Rey Mysterio? I thought it was Booyaka, Booyaka. Oh, my God, God. How embarrassing. dear Lord. Motorhead as well, Taron. Thanks. I know, I know. Right, if you don't get this one, though, I'll start with you. Number two, a bit of place and a broken dream, and we'll leave it all, leave it all behind. Taryn. Drew McIntyre, I don't know. Dan. Edge. Joe. Edge. It's Edge. Jesus it? Christ, Taryn. I don't share. <laughs> a bit of place and, a, and we'd leave it all behind. Oh, cool. Yeah, okay. Well, when you say it like that. <laughs> Obviously. That's why I do it in this deadpan voice so you can't <laughs> sing it. Okay, greedy politicians buying souls from us, our puppets will find their place in line. Dan. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Taron. Well, I put Mr. McMahon. Oh, and Joe. Vincent McMahon. Greedy politicians. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Vince McMahon. Okay, number four. Well, I stand strong about right and wrong, and I don't take trouble for very long. Taron. Yeah, I don't know. Dan. Hulk Hogan. Joe. No, Hulk Hogan. Show me sheep. Prove it. It is Hulk Hogan. I am a re... Come on, we've watched loads of videos of that guy who was on that sofa. <laughs> Next one. 
Number five, Ovi's guilt is a heavy cross. There is blood on a path I walk, Joe. Seamus. Taryn. Chris Jericho. Dan. Seamus. It is Chris Jericho. It's Fozzie Judas. There is guilt in a heavy cross. <laughs> there is blood on the path, the path I walk. walk. Yes, I got that. And I will follow you. Okay, you gave me fortune, you gave me fame, you gave me power in your own God's name. Dan. John Morrison. Taron. CM Punk. Joe. Randy Orton. It's CM Punk. called her personality. You gave me fortune. Yeah. Okay, I'm sick of all these people talking out their heads and I never understand a damn thing that they said. Joe. I put Randy Orton again because I didn't know. <laughs> Dan. I didn't put anything. I didn't know. Taron. I walk alone. It's Batista. It's Batista. Not Batista. <laughs> okay. I will defend and I'll do what I must. No, I won't give in. Taron. That is the glorious Robert Roode. Dan. Big, yeah, Big Bob. Joe. Bob Roode. Correct. It's Bob Roode. And I defend. I had to get the bit so it didn't actually repeat the <laughs> word again. Um, tell me what you're going to do now. Breathe in, now breathe out. Hands up, now hands down. Tell I know me. it. I know it. It's WrestleMania 19's own Limp Biscuit. It's The Undertaker. It is. It's rolling. Take a. Yeah, I take it. Show me your sheet. Show me your sheet. <laughs> and the final one. You've got your rules and your religion all designed to keep you safe, Joe. No, I didn't know. Dan. Randy Orton. It's Randy Orton. God, That's the one that is Randy Orton. I knew, that. <laughs> I knew it had to be in there because of you. Exactly. Okay, right, okay. Beat. Beat. That is all I'll say. Six. Five. Eight! I only got two wrong. It's the two I didn't know. I didn't know number two and I didn't know number four. What, you mean the favourite wrestler, Edge? <laughs> yes! Hang on, so that's finally a point for me. So Still bottom tied. No, I'm tied bottom, so that puts the quiz on Dan on 15, Jamie on nine, Joe on five, and I'm also on five. The comeback is on brilliant right dan where can everybody find us on the socials yes you can find us um at grapplecast show on your facebook your twitter your instagram feel free to give us a follow uh comments whatever you guys or gals do and uh, you can also find us wherever you get your podcast on your deezers your spotify's apple podcast directly off the twitter with a direct link give us a comment let us know you're listening fantastic good show guys thank you very much everybody for listening i assume next week will be our official crown jewel jack um predictions amongst other things i'm sure we're already up to that week aren't we so yes i assume it will be um yes thanks very much for another great show thanks everybody for listening and joining us this week and jamie if you want to sign us up well without further ado i must bid you a farewell a farewell indeed thanks very much guys see you next week bye, bye. Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin! I did it for The Rock. Uh, uh, shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty! Number four! 
Armbar. I am Sir Michael Cole. What?